0: Hey there, welcome to episode 21 of Activate Your Massive Brand. Today we are talking about pricing, what it really means to raise your rates and what they're not telling you. You see, right now there is lots of discussion around high t- ticket versus you know, platinum pricing, premium pricing, lower tiered products and services. And I wanted to share with you my thought process, how I teach my clients and what you need to know if you, you are looking to raise your rates. So this is going to be a great episode and I look forward to hearing your feedback. So definitely at me on Instagram, Tanya B. Watkins, so you can add this to your story. Let me know what you thought about this episode and definitely share your feedback inside of our Facebook group, Massive Brand Incubator. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to Activate Your Massive Brand with Tanya Watkins. This podcast was created for professional and creative women in business who are looking to create a personal brand that stands out, package their greatness, and monetize their hustle. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Consulting, is a high-ticket monetization coach and brand expert who believes that with smart hustle and savvy marketing strategies, you can become a boldly confident influencer in your market, build a loyal and engaged community, and create much more than a six-figure business. Hey there, so usually I have this all scripted out, outlined out, and I felt like I wanted to be a little ranty about this because I have so many opinions and I wanted to share them with you in a way that was just kind of fluid, right? Like I just wanted to just just off the cuff share my thought process around pricing, positioning, raising your rates, when to raise your rates, when not to raise your rates. And I think we've created a conversation that makes people feel a little nervous when it comes to increasing their value and adding more to their services, thus increasing the rate of their products and service, also adding additional team members to really showcase how they're able to provide more, (laughs) um, which sometimes requires a rate increase, right? And so you may have been seeing this messaging around social where people are talking about, oh, just don't raise your rates because that, you know, what gives you the right to just raise your rate, you know? And I think that's so funny because like what gave you the right to charge anyway, right? Like that same right that you have, like, you know what? It's time to raise the price. And I find that in, you know, The working world, if you were, you know, working somewhere, you know, nine to five over the years with your experience, your ability to uh, prove that you are a great employee, the ability to drive results for your company. Right. And just tenure. Right. Having time spent at that company every year, we expect a raise every year. We expect to earn more every year. We want our boss to fall in love with us again and share why we are so are so amazing. We have performance reviews and appraisals for a reason, right? So when you're on the job and you're clocking in, you are really cognizant of what you do day in and day out because you want to be aware of these things when the time comes for you to sit down with your boss and say how amazing you were over the previous 12 months because you you have an expectation, right? You have an expectation that at the end of those 12 months, you are going to be rewarded and not just another paycheck, a paycheck with a pay increase. Right. And so in business, I find the conversation feels a little different where we spend so much time learning and growing in our craft, providing proof that we can do the work, proof that especially if you're a coach, that you can drive results through your mentees. Right. And we do all of these things. We have success over success. And then the time comes to reevaluate the business, the company's worth and your ability to drive results through other people. And then we feel stunted. It makes no sense to me. Makes no sense. So you know, one of the things that I I see a lot is that we're like, well, you know, people are raising their price for you know, in 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 arbitrarily, and there's like no rhyme or reason. And being qual- more qualified isn't there a reason. Having more no know- like knowledge that's not a reason. And so it it means to me that. If people are saying that, what what structure, what basis do they use when they're pricing out their services and their products? You know, what we teach at Massive Brand Consulting, um, one of our core values is called packaging your greatness for a reason. It is really important to me to teach my clients what it means to position yourself in a way that makes sense for you, your company, and for the, the needs of it and for your customer, and in doing so, you are constantly re-evaluating that number. You're constantly re-evaluating, does this make sense for the needs of the business, the company you are building, and for the service that you are providing. You know, um, about maybe six months ago, a client of mine, she was going back and forth with what she wanted to charge. I'm not even going to say how much she charged. It's irrelevant. Um, the po- It's not part of the point. The point is this, that she charged X amount and then her client ended up throughout contracts that she had gained in t- in that time that they worked together basically 10x the investment and it's not a matter of her saying, "Dang, I should have charged more." It was confirmation. It was like, "Oh, wow. Like I am the bomb.com." Like it was not that she had never felt that way, not that she had never given, you know, great feedback and coaching and got results for our clients but it was just another boom smack in the face like i'm really good at this i'm really good at this and she never charged that amount again and so i find that we're so scared and nervous because of what other people are thinking and what other people are saying and the other thing side of that coin is we're expecting that if we charge less then we have a bigger pool of people right like you're like oh okay I saw someone um, this pretty popular or I'll just call her influencer in our coaching industry basically said that she wants to be more affordable for the community and she wants to sell services and products that make better sense that are you know easy buying decisions for her community and I find that even that is a flawed strategy because let's just say, and I've done this several times where I've had not anymore, I will never do this again, but in the past where I'm like, oh, okay, originally this is like twelve hundred dollars, let me sell it for nine hundred, right? Like if the person can't afford twelve hundred, they can't afford nine hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like they can't. And then you just you start to lose credibility because your prices are ebbing and flowing, right? And so if you're saying to yourself, well, I want to reach out to startups and I want to make sure that they're good. I want to make sure that I can be someone that they can go to when they need support. Well, that's all well and good. But long-term, what is the strategy, right? Because if your startups, the people that you are trying to attract are not in a position to buy, it doesn't matter. I've sold, I've had, now this is the raw truth. I have had courses on sale for $67, for $47, and those courses did not sell as fast, as quickly, as my coaching programs that were five to $12,000. So when we say, I want to make sure that I am putting myself out there in a way that will attract people who need my services, just because you assume that $67 is affordable does not mean that it actually is. And we also have to take into account one of the things that we don't talk about enough is the actual offer. Because just because you put something out there doesn't mean that it's in alignment to what they actually need. And I talk about this all the time. You know, we really have to connect to their desired transformation. A lot of how we go about pricing and packaging things do not coincide with that and we're not using transformational centric marketing. We're talking about struggle bus. Struggle bus marketing is never going to work when you are trying to put bring together a crowd, right? You know, one of the things I learned being in Russell Brunson's 2 comma club mastermind is that it's really about future pacing. It's really about building a as he would say culture around that the goal, the big goal, the big idea, like what is that you really want to do? And I know I'm getting tangent but I really want you to like, if, if anything you walk away from this podcast episode, you understand that you will no longer listen to the little voices around you talking about you shouldn't price yourself at that level, you know, what gives you the right, all of that. Like if you don't walk away with anything else, I want to empower you today to know that you are worthy, you, whatever you feel Obviously, within reason, through your expertise, what value you provide and the, you know, all that you have done up until this point to get to where you are is not like that's that's not for naught. That's for a reason. You are here for a reason. You have the experience that you have for a reason. You have the ideas that you have for a reason. And I don't want to get spiritual, but God wouldn't put in your heart to do all of these things for nothing. You wouldn't have you wouldn't wake up with a burning desire to transform lives for nothing. So you have to stop listening to the people who say raising your price makes no sense because I I guarantee you the reason why they're saying that is because they've tried to increase their prices and they failed. They could not connect the dots between the offer and their client's desired transformation. And that has nothing to, their failure with raising their price has nothing to do with your ability to do so. If you are looking to build a business that is going to sustain through time, you are going to have to make hard decisions like this. If you are looking to build a team, and I don't mean being a solopreneur and having a little, you know, side hustle. I'm talking about a company. I'm talking about being able to employ others, really having a team of people that can help you drive the mission and having multiple offers, multiple experiences for your customers. You have to take these conversations into account with yourself. Like, is, am I doing the right thing by my business and by my clients with this price point? One of the things we know about people and in, in their buying decision, especially if you're listening to this, potentially you are looking to move into a high ticket business model. You know, most of my clients at the very least are selling services at $5,000 or more. And so if you're listening, you're probably in that, um, in that arena as well, or you're looking to get there. And we have to take into account her perception. This is something that I talk about all the time with my clients because if you are looking to attract a high-level client, someone who is ready to do the thing, someone who wants fast results, she's looking at your price point as a way to determine whether or not you can provide the result. And oftentimes I see this where I'll I'll go, because I just love market research I'm always reading sales pages I'm always seeing not always because I have you know a job in a business like my job is to run this company so I can't be always looking but you know I give myself time to take a look at the marketplace because I want to stay relevant obviously right and so I'm like okay wow I'm reading the sales page sounds so awesome oh my god look at all these results wow become a six-figure business or like owner like wow that's awesome and module 1 and module 2 and module 8 and all this stuff and then I go scroll down to the bottom to see how much they're charging and it's like you know 197 how 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 are you going to hand me over the keys to a multi six figure business with all of these modules all this content Now you're giving, you know, live Q&A and coaching calls. And if you buy today, you get a call with me and all all of this stuff from 197, right? So what happens is this, right? Let me break it down real quick. And I apologize for being ranty, but this, I'm just like really, really into this conversation right now and I keep seeing it everywhere. So I'm like, no, I got to talk to my girls because y'all need to know. So listen. Let's just go back to that example I just used. This long sales page with all the all the things that they're promising, all this time spent coaching and modules, recorded content and all the things, right? And it's 197. Well, guess what happens? Your startup girl can't afford it because she she just can't, right? She can't conceptualize investing. That's it's it's the sad truth. The large majority of startups want to see how they can get traction without making large investments. That's that's the truth. They want to see how can I get this to function? Let me get some dollars in the register and then let me start investing. So you're you're thinking okay, maybe I can attract her, but she's like, "Nah. I ain't ready." And then your high level, high impact, let's get it done client avatar, she's like, "What? She can see right through that mess. 197 for all this? Uh-uh, no." She's thinking that you are looking to attract the startup so that's why pricing and positioning is so huge because you lost out on, on an opportunity to really help someone in their business, but you price yourself too low for your high-level, high-ticket, um, you know, customer who's looking for huge transformation, and you've missed the mark with your startup because she's just not there yet. Okay, so this is something that I just want. I want to keep talking about. I want to keep having these conversations. And over the next couple of weeks, I want to spend some more time in the Facebook group. If you're not a member, you should join immediately Massive Brand Incubator. So we can really talk about how you go about raising your prices. What are some of the things that you have to do to make sure that this, you know, is a price point that makes sense for your business and for who you're looking to attract? And, you know, sometimes... I saw this post and I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. So someone wrote something to the extent of people change, people charge more, basically like you raise your price without changing the actual service. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so what? And I'm not saying that if I, if I go to a client and we're talking about, you know, pricing and positioning, we decide is okay, if we're moving into, based on the results that you provide, based on the time you spend, based on the amount of payroll that you're dishing out to your team to get this done. Does this make sense? Yeah. We say yes, no. And then we make the numbers work, right? And there are instances where we're like, wow, this is already underpriced. You don't need to do anything on the back end, but change the price. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, when you are, when you're working for a company and you have a nine to five and you're getting a rate increase every year, your job doesn't change. They don't, they don't automatically say, okay, well, you know what? We're going to email you the new job description is going to have three or four more bullet points. We're going to need you to sign that and get it back to us. And then your raise will, co- will take into effect within the next two weeks. It doesn't work that way, right? You don't have to do more when you get a raise at work. Your boss may expect you to, you know, lean in in areas where you're not necessarily held accountable to, but that's because she wants to see the leader in you and she wants you to have a team mentality has nothing to do with your race. So when I saw that post about people ch- charging more without changing their service, I'm like, wow. So I, I, not for nothing, but I really feel bad for that person's clients because now you end up feeling like in the per- anyone who read that post without knowing any better is like, like, dang, now I gotta add two more modules to my coaching program so I can raise my price. You might not have to. It really depends on what you've been offering and how that aligns with your ideal client's transformation, their desired transformation. And if you can connect to that always and time, energy and bandwidth spent on delivering on those goods, then you know you're in alignment. You know, one of the things that we don't talk about with pricing is energy and mental bandwidth. I spend time thinking about my clients. How can I help them move the mark, Messaging them in Voxer or Slack, whatever we use, and that's time spent when my team is creating graphics for them or whatever we do depending on what kind of client we've signed whether it's an agency client or a coaching client we're doing work we're thinking about it constantly we're having back-end conversations right like all of these things matter and one of the things i said to a friend of mine the other day is like i think sometimes we um don't give ourselves enough credit and i know i've done this in the past where i'm like oh, if I need to charge based on something tangible, right? Like here. And this is why I was laughing with her because I was like, when I started my agency, I literally was like five, 10K months off the bat. And with my consulting firm, it took about a month or two to kind of get that kind of momentum, which is still awesome. Don't get me wrong. But with the agency was like, boom, overnight. And I was signing 20 and $30,000 clients in the agency. And I was like, I think the reason why that happened for me is because I was thinking, okay, well, I'm going to eventually hand over a funnel. I'm going to eventually, you know, show her her stats and her Facebook ads. Like, dang, girl, we killed the webinar. Look, look at the stats, right? And I was thinking to myself, like, we do so much in the coaching world that we don't give ourselves credit for. And I had a conversation with a, a client last week and she was like, oh my God, this is what she said the amount of work that I've gotten done working with you, you have held me so accountable. It's not even funny. I can't believe I've got all of these things done. And, you know, we worked our sales page and she, you know, used the massive brand way and all that good stuff, which is great. Like I gave her, you know, some tools to use to get these things done. But she said, on top of that, Knowing that I was in her corner, knowing that she could send me the sales page, knowing that I could help her with a copy, knowing that I would text her and say, Hey girl, like, what's up? You ready? Let's go. Let's do this. That meant so much to her. And I'm not saying that you're going to be like, Oh, okay, well, um, I hold you accountable. So that's (laughs) $10,000. It all has to be inside of an offer that is aligned with her desired transformation. And so I want you from the, from this point forward, like I am giving you permission to take a deep, hard look at how you've built your business thus far. What is making sense for you and what is not? What is not making sense and what is not making dollars, right? Like have you truly positioned yourself to be in alignment with the, with the client that you're looking to attract, right? Do your prices make sense for her? Don't think, oh, hey, I'm going to just use – You know, I'm going to sell myself or sell my products in a way that's going to attract these lower ticket clients because it doesn't always work that way. The biggest mistake we can make is going up and down in price because we want to attract, you know, a lower ticket client because we think it's easier, which it's not. And then we raise our prices and now we just look crazy. (laughs) We look like, what are you doing? So you want to make sure that you make definitive decisions about your pricing and your positioning and you stay there. And the only way up from there, the only direction you go is up. And I really like, sometimes I just feel like, oh my God, when I see certain posts, I'm like, I can't even imagine the amount of people who are affected by this. I can't imagine the amount of people who are now going to think that they have to do so many things in order to raise their prices. And you really don't. Because chances are, you already are undercharging. Chances are you've been undercharging for a while. Chances are people are like, dang, that's all you charge. If every single time you have a sales call and someone's like, wow, I'll take it. Wow. Give it. What's the price? Wait. Okay. Yeah. Like, and they're just over the moon. Like, oh my God. Like I, I saw someone, someone, um, a while ago was like, she got on a sales call with someone. They're like, wow, your prices are real cheap. And she immediately changed her prices after she signed that client. Like, you don't want to be in the business of cheap. No one wants to be cheap, right? Because chances are you're looking to provide deep transformation, you're looking to change lives. And it's okay to not be cheap in order to do that. And so if you're happy with the way you've priced yourself because you've done this work already, kudos to you. But my challenge for you is to keep an eye on it to make sure that you are constantly in alignment with what you're looking to see as far as growth in your business, growth in your team and the transformation to your clients. Okay, so I hope this podcast episode was helpful. I apologize if you're like, whoa, she was way off script today because I did get a little ranty, but I just feel so passionate about this. I always want you to do everything in your power to build a successful and sustainable business This is like, I really do feel like this is my, um, my calling to activate faith in women, to activate self-esteem in women, to let you guys know that you can do all things. And so this is, yeah, this is like one of my most pressing issues. So if you enjoyed this episode, definitely, again, at me at, um, on Instagram at Tanya B. Watkins. Join our Facebook group to join the conversation. And if you have any um, topics that you'd like me to discuss, definitely send me an email or a DM and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Activate Your Massive Brand Podcast. I so hope you appreciated and enjoyed this episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes, as well as I would love for you to leave a review. And for doing that, I'm going to give you a free gift. So go over to tanyawalkins.com forward slash free training.